Welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe that we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside, and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you and allow others to feel amazing too. What a great gift to give, not just to yourself, but to the people around you. The Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little bit of insight and to bring some positivity into your day. So welcome to this episode for young people and yes, of course, the young at heart. Last week, we were talking about getting your vitamin D boost while staying safe in the sun, I might add. What an amazing week it's been as well. Hope that you've been making the most of it and getting out there in the garden or out for walks, combining the sunshine with a bit of exercise, because we have had lots of sunshine to brighten our days, darken our skins, and top up that amazing mood boost as well that that vitamin D brings us. This week, I've been inspired by another kind of booster, a rocket booster, no less. I don't know how it slipped by my awareness or I didn't know that it was going to happen, but somehow it snuck through. And um, I think it was the day after or the day after that, that it actually did happen that I was like, oh my gosh, how did I not know about that? I would have watched it, it would have been so exciting. So what are you talking about, TJ? <laughs> what was so exciting? What What did we miss? Well, did you know, amidst the challenges of lockdown and social distancing, the uncertainty of easing our way back out again, and this week the awful events over in America with the death of George Floyd and the riots and the violence that spread across, oh my gosh, so many states all over the news. I don't even watch the news and I'm still painfully aware of the goings on and the injustice. But somewhere what snuck by me. (laughs) The most amazing feat of daring, of imagination and determination and a huge dose of inspiration as the first rocket ship in nearly a decade launched from Cape Canaveral, sending two men into space and onto the space station. That is wonderful. What a great, inspiring feat of engineering, technology, dreaming, courage and bravery. I love that. The first commercial space flight in history. That's why it was so incredible. A rocket ship built by SpaceX, not by a government, which holds the dawn of the possibility coming even closer that there may well be, not just astronauts going into space, but maybe in a decade's time, you'll be booking your holiday to the moon. That stuff that science fiction movies have been made of in the past. So SpaceX, a company brought to us by the man who gave us Tesla, of course, Elon Musk. This man, whatever you might think of him, is a dreamer, a visionary, a thinker, a creator, a man who refuses to be limited by the beliefs of others and pursues his dreams and his beliefs and turns them into reality. Does he have setbacks? Of course he does. <laughs> Four failed launches over the years. In one, the engine fails 25 seconds after liftoff, resulting in the loss of the rocket ship. Mm, that was about £90 million. Pounds. <laughs> oh, dollars. And then Falcon 9 rocket exploded 
during a routine launch pad test, destroying a $200 million satellite, which was going to be used by Facebook and Utelsat to expand the internet access in Africa. And that incident putting off a dozen planned launches in 2016. Total cost of that incident, about $260 million. (laughs) Ouch, (laughs) that must have hurt a lot, I'm thinking, a lot. And hurt not only financially, but in many people's beliefs about, is this actually even possible? And of course, Musk is not going to be swayed by people's opinions. And yes, he does have big pockets. So on, literally onwards and upwards, he continued. And even after, and in between these and other failures, there were enough wins that there was enough belief and passion to keep going, keep believing. How amazing is that? That is the vision and determination that we need to model and master in our own lives for our own goals, our own dreams. The failures are not really failures, they're feedback, <laughs> you know, that something needs changing. They're lessons in the progress of the quest, onwards to its success and beyond. Those are the things that we need to acknowledge and look back objectively and sift through and say, okay, if we're going to be determined to get what we want, then what is this teaching us in order that we can learn and move forward, not be defeated at all. And yet so many people choose to be defeated instead of resilient and bouncing back. And we've talked about resilience in many podcasts, our bounce back ability, indeed. And I love the quote that uh, as the rocket launched and those astronauts were off into space, that Elon Musk is quoted to have... Uh, pounded his chest with his fist and said, this is something that should really get people right in the heart of anyone who has a spirit of exploration. And so he should be really excited and proud. What an amazing achievement. Can you imagine? And uh, also not to be overexcited and complacent and woohooing because they've got to get them back yet as well. So I know that there was quotes to say that he's also, it's not over yet until they're back home safely too. And I love the really cool fact that nine minutes after liftoff, the rocket's first stage booster landed as they had designed on a barge a few hundred miles off the Florida coast so it can be reused again. (laughs) Go Elon Musk recycling on the big scale. Usually those boosters is my understanding, not that I have a lot of understanding of rocket ships, are, you know, once they're discarded, they are burned out and they fall to earth and smash up into bits. Is that what happens? That's what happens in my mind. So I'm really impressed that somehow they can program it, that it will land on a barge a few hundred miles off the Florida coast. Like the accuracy of that is like blowing, popping a few brain cells in my head right now. <laughs> and then I love the pictures of the two astronauts batting around a blue dinosaur soft toy as they got into zero gravity. What fun. And then, did you know, it only took them 19 hours to get to the space station. 19 hours. That's like flying from here to Australia. (laughs) And they were 250 miles up into space, docked 
and landed safely, boarding safely, the International Space Station, joining three other astronauts who were already there in just 19 hours. That's mind-blowing, so fast. And it reminded me of a movie that I watched last year, and I highly recommend for you to watch if you didn't watch it yet. It's called Hidden Figures, and um, it's based on Margot Lee Shetterly's non-fiction book called Hidden Figures about a group of black female mathematicians that helped NASA win the space race all that time ago, way back in the 60s. Three brilliant African-American women at NASA, uh, Catherine Johnson, Dorothy Vaughan and Mary Jackson um, serve as the brains behind one of the greatest operations in history, the launch of an astronaut into orbit, stunning achievement that restored the nation's confidence, turned around the space race and galvanised the world. Extraordinary, seemingly ordinary ladies who made such miracles happen that allowed the Apollo to blast off and put the first man on the moon over 50 years ago. How crazy wonderful is that? I was just a nipper. And most of you listening were not even a twinkle in anyone's eye for a long time yet. (laughs) Over 50 years ago, that's mad. I still find it mind-blowing that we did that all that time ago. Like, not even with the technology that we have today. I know it wasn't back in the dark ages, it was the 1960s, but still, technology has come an incredible way since then, hasn't it? And so that those three ladies, the power of their mathematical minds helped make that happen is wonderful, wonderful. And I find it even more mind-blowing. Not only did we put a man on the moon 50, we, I talk as if it was me, like we, me and my team. <laughs> we collectively as a human race. <laughs> I did share in the collective celebration of that. I find it not only amazing that we did that, but that we have an international space station like up there, just look up there and imagine 250 miles above the earth, orbiting the earth, traveling at a speed of 17,227 miles an hour with people on it, learning about living and working in space. That's crazy. Oh my gosh, the view out there window must be the most breathtaking, incredible thing. Yes. Oh, wow. Wow, that would take some coming back down to earth, wouldn't it? That's amazing. And thinking that they're there for months and months on end doing that and uh, completely detached from what's happening down here on this amazing blue planet. Adventurers, explorers, investigators in space high above and others in similar adventures exploring the depths of our oceans miles below below the surface, finding new life forms, even on our own planet. Isn't that inspiring to you, or at least fascinating? I just find it so interesting. I get Googling this stuff, and then I disappear for hours into whole new worlds that intrigue me and expand my appreciation for where we live and what we're able to experience, albeit through the creativity and courage 
of others sometimes. We live vicariously in our adventures, don't we? But how wonderful that through the technology of being able to capture these photographically and on video and uh, send that, broadcast that out to the world and make documentaries that we can go and watch uh, at our choosing. It's just wonderful, wonderful. We take it so much for granted. So this week I was recording a goal setting session for a group of new coaches that I'm training and reminding them to dream and dream big and then dream even bigger. So you can't outdream God, so why not just go for it? Because <laughs> without the big dreamers, incredible inventions that we take for granted in our time would never have been. You know, electricity, the light bulb, radios, TVs and, and the internet. We have such power in our pockets with mobile technology medicines and artificial intelligence and 3D printing of anything, including body parts, (laughs) the stuff of science fiction that's now science fact. Amazing. So don't let anyone squash your dreams, tell you to get real. Don't be such a daydreamer. You go be all of the things that you want to be. Create a new magnificent world for you and the people around you. Everything that we have began in somebody else's dreams. So come join the party. Be inspired by nature or science or books or movies or documentaries or podcasts, maybe. It's so easy to get caught up in our day-to-day things, get upset by things that really don't even matter in a bigger scheme of things, missing the miracles that are going on around us because we're just caught up in the doom and gloom, the drama and the danger. What's wrong with the world is always around you. But so what's what so is what's right too. So what are you looking at? What are you listening to? Does it depress you or uplift you? Are you drained by it or ignited by it? I have a mission for you today. <laughs> wherever you are, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, here's your challenge. Take notice of and note of all the amazingness that is around you. Search your social media for the good news, the celebrations. Go wish as many people as you can a happy birthday or a happy anniversary or a congratulations on a new baby being born. There's <laughs> some wonderful stuff happening. I looked through my feed and I found a friend who was making the most cool, funky face masks. They are adorable. Must contact her and say, please, please, can I buy some? I saw a photograph of a GP, a doctor friend of mine, doing a yoga tree pose. It made me chuckle. Because he looks so odd. <laughs> I've never seen him do a yoga tree pose before. Didn't even know he was into yoga. Maybe it's something that he dreamt about doing and he's doing it. Go you. I found an account of a friend who'd taken the trouble to find, oh, this was wonderful, taking the trouble to find and disinfect um, some pound coins Um, so that she could leave them in a safe place for the grocery delivery man as a tip to say thank you. She said, I always used to leave a tip for the delivery man. And in this time of, you know, being careful, tapping our card to pay for things. So I haven't been able to leave him a tip. And then I thought, well, that's just mean. How can I do that, right? Not to be defeated. Let me dream, use my imagination, my creativeness. How can I do that? Well, if I disinfect them, and then pop them into, you know, a, a clean envelope or put them on a disinfected surface. Well, then I can leave them there for him. I can tell him that and he can pick them up and I, he got his tip. That's marvellous. Go you. It's nice to say thank you. And then I saw a picture of the Liverpool football team and all of the players 
taking a knee in honour of the memory of George Floyd. How touching is that? How touching is that? Then I saw a picture of police officers in America doing the same, taking a knee in honour of George Floyd and then joining the peaceful protesters marching against brutality. That actually brought a tear to my eye. You can, I, I think that is so lovely that they would do that. Brings a tear to my eye just thinking about that photograph and that article right now. That was wonderful. How lovely to show that, you know, we tar people with the same brush and not everybody is the same. You know, the police out there are getting a bad rap and that sometimes that might be justified and sometimes it is not. There are wonderful, wonderful people in our services, our, our frontline, our police and our firefighters. And of course, we've been so grateful for our NHS. Anyway, um, I'm distracted. Off I go on a tangent again at that little, caught a lump in my throat and a tear in my eye moment then. And then I watched a short video of, oh my gosh, this little eight-year-old girl standing outside clapping as the street cleaners came by. She was just standing by herself and her mum caught it on video through the window. She didn't know whether to laugh or cry. She was so like proud of her little eight-year-old daughter just spontaneously clapping as key workers came by. How lovely. And then I smiled at a picture of the first baby koala to be born after the bushfires in Australia. So very cute. So <laughs> become an inspiration investigator and then instigator. Start some of your own. I challenge you to share nothing but good news all day. Happiness all day for the next week. Oh, go on then or longer if you choose to. <laughs> Do share with me what amazingness you were discovering this week by, of course, connecting with me at tj at backontractteens.com or go to the website www.backontractteens.com and let me know what you would like to share about the inspiration that you found, what put a lump in your throat or a tear in your eye or just made you chuckle, laugh out loud or got you inspired to go be creative yourself. Love to know what's been happening in your world with good news and happiness. And I love hearing from you, so please do get in touch. So you've been listening to me, TJ Dow, at this, The Spark, to your success. Until next time, get out there and dream. Bye for now. Bye.